Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by the one, the only, Eric Smith. Oh, look who's the only person that was able to get up early on a Sunday. Okay. <laughs> so I'm glad you're just leading right into it. Guys, well, just... I uh, have... Well, let me set it up. Okay. First. I have uh, a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. For as little as $5 a month over there, you get to send questions that will answer on Light Trees and News. Mm-hmm. And you can even direct those questions to certain co-hosts. You if can. You, you, absolutely, you just put the name right you in You absolutely there. have the right to do that. Now, will they be here when we answer them? Ooh. Not always. Not Sometimes always. Um, the host of Light Trees and News, that's me. Hello, Allison Kilkenny. I, sometimes I go out with my friends. And I went out last night with Chloe who you, I'm sure all know from the show by now, mm-hmm. and Faith, yeah. who many of you probably remember from Citizen Radio. Mm-hmm. And around midnight, I looked Faith directly in her little eyes, <laughs> and I said, we have to record at 10 a.m. And she's uh-huh. like, I got it. Mm-hmm. And then what time do we see you at the beat? Like 1.30? Yeah. I was just leaving the theater around 1, oh, around one o'clock. So around 1. Uh, yeah. And we got pizza at two boots which is great they have vegan Mm, pizza so good so good and then faith and chloe were like we're going out again (laughs) and i was like uh i'm going to bed because i gotta get up (laughs) to record at 10 and faith also you have to get up to record she's like i got it (laughs) and then she didn't even text me this morning i texted her and i was like see at 10 and she's like i cannot record (laughs) and i was like yeah i figured um we're gonna answer the questions directed at faith anyway she she texted me some very short answers (laughs) that lead me to believe um she would have given very short answers anyway (laughs) to some of the questions that we got for her um what were you going to say, Eric, before I launched into all oh, that? Oh, I was just going to say, well, one is I feel like I can make a pretty solid brand and career out of the fact <laughs> that I'm the only person that gets up early. I feel like I can be available Dude, for things. That is an underappreciated <laughs> skill. It really is. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, I feel like... By I, skill, I mean you just don't drink. That's all. That's, like, what I'm going to build my, like, brand as. Like, I want to be on a bunch of people's Rolodexes. It's, like, if we have to record early... We'll get up early, yeah. Yeah. Call Eric. I mean, honestly, it's pretty valuable. Uh, But also, <laughs> Faith, this morning, I got up and I made breakfast mm-hmm. and... I like w- <laughs> walked back. I was like, "All right, um, I'm going." <laughs> and Faith is just like, "I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going." What did she say? Uh, hold on. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can never tell. Her texts are always so messed up. Yeah. Um, I'm literally shocked her phone still works. Oh, she wrote, LOL, I am not good, sadly. Eric is still planning on it as far as I know, though. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, I know Eric's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Nat wrote in, Hi, I've got a question for Faith. Great, we're going to answer it for her. All right. I'm wondering how you read tarot. What spreads do you use? Do you read reversals, etc.? Also, do you have a favorite tarot deck? Wow. And all Faith wrote to me was... Um, yes. I don't read reversals. <laughs> That's what she wrote. <laughs> well, I hope that was helpful, Nat. Okay. Was that enlightening? Okay. Um, uh, I can't jump in because I literally... Here's the thing, Nat. You're asking a question about tarot. You already understand more than I do. <laughs> yeah. I know the cards have pretty pictures. Yeah. Um, and they represent some sort of future prediction and chloe got the one of the woman in the bed with knives dangling above her head <laughs> that's all i'll remember that forever. although you know what's so funny is that like <laughs> the first time you guys hung out in faith read your tarot chloe the next day was like faith read my tarot and she said i'm a mess and i was like yeah, yeah chloe we, we all know that we've been telling you that for about a year and you're not listening um so Amanda writes, would Faith be comfortable talking about her experience in a cult? What cult, how she got out, and how she developed into her independent progressive beliefs? She's so smart and self-assured. Well, Amanda, not smart enough to stop drinking at wow. night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the psychology around why people join cults and how some make it out is fascinating to me. If she's not comfortable discussing it, though, 
then no worries and apologies for overstepping. Have a nice weekend. She's discussed some of it on the show she before. She has. What I find so funny about this, though, is I am the one who consistently refers to Faith having been in a cult. Yeah, now everybody thinks she was literally like, in you know, a like cult. a wild. Um, I mean, yeah. She was in a cult. She was in a cult. Yes. It's not what most people traditionally think of as a cult. Yes. Yeah, so it's not like, um, I haven't seen it yet. What's that show? Wild, Wild Country? Yeah. I it it wasn't like some weird. It wasn't sex Waco. Cult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she writes, not really a cult, but the name of the de- denomination is Reformed Baptist. Yeah, it's like a uh, quote unquote legitimate religious organization. It's a cult. Yeah, it's a cult. It's a cult. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, the the short answer she was born and her parents were part of the that religious foundation so that's what she was raised as mm-hmm. um, she didn't like willingly like right. sign up it wasn't like a Scientology thing where she like walked sure. into like a place ho- hoping for free pizza and then like got tricked suddenly you're in a religion yeah yeah man what a rough turn that is yeah I came for pizza <laughs> now I'm in a weird cult that yeah. uses my secrets to blackmail me I was talking to somebody about scientology the other day and i was like here's the craziest thing about look everything about scientology is crazy just wacky here's the craziest thing to me that like when i think about it makes my brain hurt scientology was created by a science fiction writer in the 1950s Mm -hmm. okay here's the crazy part everyone that's a scientologist knows that yes and they're okay with it but is it any weirder than like Mormonism or Christianity? I think it is because I think one of the appeals of those religions is that they've existed for so long that people feel like, oh, it's existed for so long, it must be true. Do you see what I mean? Like they Mormonism? Feel it's at least been a couple hundred years. But that's so... We- like, I found these tablets and only I can read them. I know it's wacky. I'm just saying, like, part of the appeal of those is that they feel like, you know what I mean? Like... It's removed from the time period we're in, so it Fucking feels like no, like who staggered down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments? Moses. Moses. Fucking Is that right? Staggered Moses? down. He parted the Red Sea. Did he also? Yeah, I think he did yeah. the scroll. I think he did the Ten Commandments. Staggers down from the mountains. I got these slaps of stone. God talked to me. I carved him in here. Yeah. What? What? It's all. It's insane. all crazy. I just. But there's one something is older extra, than the other. There's something extra weird to me about the fact that people, there are people who are alive <laughs> when L. Ron Hubbard invented Scientology that are Scientologists. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe in a way that's comforting to people because they feel like they haven't found answers in the maybe the older religions. So they're like, well, here's like a new, fresh take. I don't know. We're all out of our fucking minds. Yeah. Um. So you guys read the Bible? It's insane. It's bananas. So those are Faith's questions answered. I must say, over at Patreon, you guys are taking a lot of liberties with who you're directing the questions to. Wow. Somebody directed a question at Kevin, who has literally never hosted the show (laughs) once. Although it made me think, I was like, I might ask Hillary and Kevin to host with me. That would be so fun. That would be really fun. Has Kevin ever been on the show? No. No. He did tell the bartender with Catherine. Really? And, I, and I listened to that episode, and I remember thinking, like, oh, Kevin would be a good podcast guest, and then never invited him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would be really funny. He'd he be good. Be. Uh, so someone directed a Patreon question to Kevin, so they might have to come over and Wow, do... whoever did that, that's bold. That was very bold. Bold to, like, <laughs> reference a person that's never been on the show and is not even talking about that much right now. No. It's just yeah. like, I want to ask Kevin. Yeah, what's that guy up to? Is it about hockey? Is this question about hockey? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I think it is about... If it's not about hockey, he's not going to First of all, they it. called him Ninja Kevin, which I was like, wow, that's old school. Wow, yeah. Uh, yes, it is about... Great. I believe. Oh, good, because he wouldn't answer it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not about hockey, he does not care. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think, yeah, it's about, like, sitting next to terrible people at a hockey game and, like, what you should do. Um, so that is very specific. I see why you directed yeah. it to kevin because i would not have an answer for that be like oh don't go to hockey games i <laughs> uh, solved it so i just assumed people in at hockey are just getting fights all the time well that is called profiling but also it's true yeah 
Uh, guys, I have a very exciting interview for today's episode. Ooh, who is it? A Monday. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, obviously, I. My God, I got excited. It's a Monday episode, which means it's an interview episode. And today's interview is with the wonderful, amazing, talented Akila Hughes. Oh wow! Uh, she's wonderful. She's great. As I said, we talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, we talk about the good place, pet adoption, the joys of dragging Justin Timberlake. Um, just to name a few things, Lana Del Rey is in there. We recommend a lot of great stuff, guys. Um, so I think let's just go to that interview now. You know, that sounds good to me. I want to hear it. Awesome, guys. Here is Akila Hughes. I just wanted to ask you about your personal obsessions of the moment. And it can be like anything, TV show, movie, um, anything that's really like bringing you happiness right now. I discovered over like a long binge weekend, I started finally watching The Good Place. And I think that it just might be the best show in like decades. (laughs) So so I saw season one and was obsessed i loved it and now i didn't want to start season two because i know when i start to watch it i'm just going to want to watch the whole thing in one shot so i'm depriving myself right now but i heard it's so good it's excellent i feel like it's well written it's super funny i feel like they write themselves in the corners and then like write themselves out of it like (laughs) it's just the most fun I've had watching TV. And so for me, with all the bad stuff happening, I just really need that comic relief. And they've been bringing it consistently. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so is there any other sort of TV shows or anything like that that you've been binge watching? Or I don't want to use the word escapism because I feel like, <laughs> you know, that can be well, like. We and we all need to escape right now, obviously. Um, but just it can like really just be like music or anything that when stuff is just getting too much, you're like, I'm going to fall back on this and let my brain recharge. I mean, I definitely like I got caught up on a lot of shows fairly recently. Um, I started watching the show Great News. It's, it's a TNSA sort of like 30 Rock, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt style show. But it is a bunch of jokes, which is good. Um, and I didn't realize that, like, I found Nicole Richie to be so funny, but I really do. I don't know. I just, I'm watching a lot more TV than I had the chance to in the past couple of years. Yeah, see, I, I don't have um, cable right now, so I'm watching everything online. Yeah. So I have to be, like, yeah. more picky. But when I did have cable, I would watch all of that stuff. Just, like, I don't know. It's just nice to have it on in the background and just kind of... Not necessarily even be, like, actively watching it, but just, like, you know, just to kind of chill. Yeah, it's good to have something that's, like, upbeat happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's only in, like, audio form. Man, I I slept on 30 Rock for so long. I feel like I I arrived really late to 30 Rock, and then I became obsessed with it. Um, uh, Yeah, I know. I've been meaning to rewatch it. I, like, kind of in this similar vein, did, did you ever see The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yes, yes. Loved it. Um, yes, me too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's weird. Like, sometimes I go through these cycles where I want to watch a lot of comedies just because things are so terrible, obviously. But then there are other times <laughs> where, like, like, right now I am in the thick of a true crime podcast like binge and you would think because things are so terrible that I wouldn't want to pile like dark stuff on top of that but I don't know why it's been so cathartic for me (laughs) maybe it just kind of like suits the moment maybe sorry a dog like my dog my sister's dog just like started like cuddling me and it was weird I feel like he brought us together like a hundred year old dog. Oh, what's its name? Uh, her name is Pippa. She's 
14. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh that's yeah. very old. Yeah, she's a scruffy old monster. Like she looks like <laughs> just she looks like every tan curly kind of dog. <laughs> like nondescript. Sure so. But she finally came over and like cuddled me a little. So I think that's on you. Thank uh, you. Music wise, what are you listening to right now? Oh my gosh. Well, I've been like <laughs> loving all of the Justin Timberlake dragging. So I've been like, I've listened to it. It's not not good. And like, I think that all of the critiques have been so well put that I just, I enjoy it. But in terms of things I actually do like, um, I finally got around to listening to No One Ever Really Does, the new Nerd album. I love it. I think it's so, so good. I think it should be like a contender for album of the the year next year. Um, And I don't know. I've like, I've been doing... I've been listening to that Lana Del Rey album that came out like in the fall yeah. on repeat. Like I it's got me in my feelings, you know? I just yeah. can't let it go. I, I go through like cycles of Lana Del Rey where I'm like listening to her a lot and like that's all I'm listening to and then I'll take a big break and pick it up again. But I I enjoy her. I know people give her shit, but I really like her music. Yeah, um, I like I was one of the haters for a long time and now I'm like okay but it's actually catchy and well written like, yeah <laughs> who can hate yeah um by the way you should totally feel free to drag Justin Timberlake on this show as much as you like so if you have yeah, anything you've wanted to <laughs> unburden yourself of um feel free because <laughs> we yeah right I mean a few things like I just think that you know he did Britney Spears wrong and yes. all of the research that has been put forth Online has only reiterated how terrible he was in that time. Uh, he definitely shouldn't have performed with Prince. I don't know why. He Ugh. thought that that would be a good idea. Apparently, they were not friends. <laughs> um, and Super Bowl halftime show sucked. Like, it was just really bad. It was, yeah. It really was. And, like, I don't know. It, I, I do enjoy a lot of his music. And I was watching it, and I was still like, meh. This is, like, very average. And, like... I don't. Yeah, un- I just felt like usually people bring guests, and he just thought he was good enough to do it alone, and he was not. Okay, so the <laughs> whole time we were waiting for, we were like, "Oh, it'll be amazing if like Britney's there or in sync or like something like that," because yes. I feel like that precedent had been set like for several yeah. years before him. That yeah, you bring other people to perform with you because it's the fucking halftime show. It's supposed to be big, you know. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, he's a, he's a piece of shit. I could rail about him all day, but positive, <laughs> positive stuff. Um, uh, what was the last movie that you saw that you really liked? Ooh, last movie that I saw that I really liked. Um, I'm trying to think what the last movie I saw in theaters was. Okay, this is divisive. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very divisive answer. I really like Three Billboards. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. People, they're all like, it's racist, it's terrible. And I'm like, it's just representing the South pretty clearly. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought you know, the Frances McDormand, excellent. She was so good. She oh, yeah. She probably win Best Actress at the Oscars. If she doesn't, you know, I, I, I would be curious as to why. Um, but I really liked it. I thought it was like a strong, like angry woman movie. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's what I need to see right now is like women <laughs> making moves, being like not taking no for an answer. Like I just loved it. Right. Um, and so I'll watch it again, but I do need to like see all of the Oscar films. I still have not seen I, Tanya, seen all the rest. So I, Tanya is great. That's the one that like, I'm telling everyone to see that and call me by your name is great. Oh, yeah, that one was, I mean, talk about ugly crying in a theater. Oh. <laughs> I just, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I've been like, with Moonlight the year oh, my God, I know. Yeah, I've, I've like been bringing my friends to go see it. And they're like, will I cry? And I'm just being so evil about it where I'm like, yes, you're going to cry so much. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I. Your face. <laughs> uh, yeah, your face will permanently be ruined from this. Yeah, I was a mess the first time I saw it. And now, like, I've seen it enough where I don't cry when I watch it. So I just watch my friends cry. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, you're like, it's just kind of 
kind of a weird thing I like to do. <laughs> like, my friends together. Jealousy. I was like, why is this my thing where I want to gather my friends in a room and watch them cry? I don't know what that says about me, but it's a it's a very good film. Um, I also, what did I see? I saw The Shape of Water, which is pretty, but I was kind of like, meh about it. Um, yeah, I don't think Guillermo del Toro's best work, but I do think that, like, I just love him so much. Like, he's just such a good person. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, want the best. But I, I don't think it's his best movie, and I do think that, like, the the appeal of, like, a giant fish person, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it's novel as it was pitched, you know? <laughs> yeah, I thought I it was charming. I, that was, like, I was like, oh, this is a charming movie. Um but yeah, I, I think the writing was a little weak for that one. But like his films are always just so beautiful. That's kind of how I felt about a lot of the Best Picture nominations where it was like people were like, oh, Guillermo del Toro made a beautiful film. And it's like, yeah, that that's what he does. He makes visually stunning films. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And people were like, oh, my God, Frances McDormand was so good in Three Billboards. I'm like, yeah, because she's an amazing actress. It's like saying Meryl Streep did a good job. <laughs> Like yeah, like I think yeah. nominated every time ever chose to act. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I the only thing I uh, I didn't really buy was well, like with three billboards for me, it was very obvious that the screenplay was written by an Irish playwright about his idea of what American culture is. So like I, it was hard for me to get past that. <laughs> And then also Sam Rockwell, who I love. His like I just didn't really buy his character arc, like the formerly oh, yeah, racist. I think that turned around very quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was kinda like, man, I wish that happened in real life, but I feel like yeah, he would... exactly. like, maybe if you get like you become a burn victim, like, <laughs> probably justly, then maybe you'll stop being racist and do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Um, and then finally um, what are you reading at the moment? Ooh, right now I'm reading, um, so I'm just, the longest book that I've actually picked up in a long time. Um, I've, I, I'll never finish it. It's David Sedaris's like diaries. That's oh. finding. That's really excellent. Uh, the, and the thing is like, they're really short, like literal diaries from his life spanning from like the seventies until 2002. So it's really fun. Like they're not, it's not hard to get through. It's just there's a ton of material to get through. Right. Um, and I just started reading. Let me find it. Um, I just started reading this book. It's the first of a trilogy that's coming. It's Maureen Johnson's Truly Devious. Ooh. And, like, she's just such a talented writer that, like, I, I read one chapter and I was already like, please. <gasps> <laughs> I think that it's, yeah, it's basically about, um, I don't know. It's like, it's. Not, I, I hate comparing young adult books to, like, Harry Potter but it's like a kid goes to like a school that's like kind of in Connecticut. And, I mean, it's definitely in Connecticut. <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know, like a elite and there's a mystery to be solved. And I just got like drawn in really quickly and there's murder. So it's, it's exciting. I, I like that for fiction. And then I like, uh, it's <laughs> just like really, really out there life experiences. Oh I man. Mean, it His... makes me feel like when I feel slept on. Like the 70s for him were bad oh yeah really bad like he's one of the only writers where i like actually laugh out loud while reading him yeah. um yeah i yeah. like making faces and people like on the plane will look at me like what's wrong with her and i'm like i'm sorry i'm just trying not to laugh <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it's david sedaris thanks again to akila please follow her on twitter at akila hughes watch all of her videos she is ridiculously talented that was so good she is, thank you so much, Eric. <laughs> Eric hasn't heard it yet. Uh, it's a great interview. She's wonderful. <laughs> She's one of those people who, like, I, I am still in contact with, but she is just ready to, like, completely blow up. Mm-hmm. Like, she's already very well known, but... Yeah. You know how you have those friends where it's like, oh, bye. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. see you when you're, like, on television and mm-hmm. super famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's definitely Akilah. Yeah. I need to listen to the interview because I, uh, I didn't know that I didn't know there were so, there were problems with Justin Timberlake. Oh, besides the you J- haven't heard the many times I've railed against him. On I don't this think show? so. Oh, I do not like. I mean, him. I know about. I mean, obviously the Janet Jackson thing. He should already be dead to you based yeah. on that. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, that's enough. I just it feels like when people say that that there's more, there but I don't more. know what the more is. Keila gets into it in the interview. Nice. 
And you guys all know that because you just heard the interview. You're ahead of Eric right now. So congratulations. Wow. Good job, guys. Uh, we're doing this a little backwards, but I really wanted to get to that interview. But while we're still technically in the pop culture section, mm. although are we at this point? Maybe we should save it. I think we are probably in the bad news section at this point. I mean, honestly, we probably have enough bad news to do it. So. <laughs> we, I'm sure I'm we sure did. there's enough bad news. All right, guys. Listen, I know it's not your favorite time. We're going to get through it together as we do every episode. Here is your bad news. So my bad news story of the day has to do with school shootings and particularly the thousands of students all over the country who uh, walked out of their classes, of their schools to mark the 19th anniversary of the Columbine school shooting tragedy. Um, Is that on the 19th or the 20th? The anniversary? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Let's see. That was yesterday. So yesterday was the the 20th. Okay. Yeah. Great. So while that was happening, a 19-year-old reportedly fired a gun at Forest High School in Florida. Wow. Uh, a 17-year-old was hit in the ankle, but is in good condition, thankfully. Um, but... While that was happening, the students at that school couldn't walk out <laughs> to protest gun violence because obviously the school was on lockdown. That's so insane. they couldn't protest gun violence because, because were, gun violence yeah. was happening. The that phrasing is so weird and funny. Saying like a 19-year-old fu- was firing a gun makes it sound like they were just like like Yosemite Sam just like firing it in the air Mm -hmm. just like walking around just like shooting it at like will (laughs) like it's so weird it's so weird so according to the washington post the shooter a former student has been charged with terrorism aggravated assault with a firearm and possession of a firearm on school property in a video interview posted by the oakland star banner last night the shooter said that He has a lot of bipolar and schizophrenic family members who are violent and scream on a daily basis. He claimed that he didn't see the victim who he'd shot through a door. He said that he put down his weapon, a sawed-off shotgun, after seeing a girl in the hallway and gave himself to a teacher. He calmly stated that on the morning of the shooting at home, he felt no emotion, simply adrenaline. Uh, This is a quote. Pretty much all I'm feeling at this time is an adrenaline rush. It's not anger. It's not hatred. It's just an adrenaline rush. I'm about to do something. I spend most of my time in the room alone, so I'm getting this rush. What? He said that when walking through the school with the gun, the adrenaline turned to a disgusting feeling. When asked how he obtained the gun, he said he'd learn how to get around background checks from a Vice News segment. (laughs) Oh, wow. He claimed that he purchased an unlicensed gun about a week after the Parkland massacre. Sorry, I'm just laughing because Vice News was mentioned. Yeah, that's... Um, wow, that's some great press for Vice. Yeah, learn how to get around background checks to get guns. <sighs> I always think about that every time someplace like Vice like does a video like that. It's like, look how that's easy okay, it yeah. is. Like, And someone's taking notes like, mm-hmm, 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 got mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, got yeah. it. I don't feel feelings. So <laughs> maybe I'll feel feelings when I do this. Maybe uh, uh, just a little tip for Vice. Granted, I'm no I'm no journalist, but maybe, maybe, not everything is fit to be made into a video and shared uh, a million times. Cool, cool. But uh, I work for Vice, mm-hmm. so I'm absolutely gonna make this video because we are committed to video content. Mm-hmm. And I, I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. Spent a lot of money on this. So it's going up, all right? It's just like... Okay, Chief? Put it up. All right. Let's High five. High five for <laughs> advice. High five. High five. Yeah. <laughs> you want a beer? I've already got one. Do I'm holding two right now. You want to do eight lines of Coke? Can you do it for me? Can you just hold I'll it up? Do, I'll do the lines of Coke for both of us. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> edit. Edit on Coke. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean... Obviously, I always feel like I need to throw in the disclaimer that mentally ill people are overwhelmingly the victims of violence, not the perpetrators. However, it would be very sad if this person, 
is suffering from mental illness and was basically just sitting in a room by themselves. Um, yeah. Not getting help. And that also seemed like the deal with Adam Lanza. Like there was right. a lot of undiagnosed mental illness stuff going on and he was just allowed to sit. And like this isn't to blame his mom or anything. No, no, no. Just like society fails people yeah. who he shouldn't have been allowed to sit in a room and just get like deteriorate mentally yeah. for so long. Um, and then get access to a gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. <coughs> and so often it's parents thinking like, this will help the kid. Yeah. Like we can go hunting together. We could go shooting oh. together. It's like, how about you find any other hobby? <laughs> yeah. Any other hobby. You can bond with your kid, but like go for fucking nature walks. Well, that's what happened with, uh, uh, Chris Kyle. Mm. Uh, that was like his thing is he would take, soldiers with ptsd to a shooting range as therapy like that's i get it's like that's what they know but it's also like maybe fishing i don't know (laughs) what other things do men like to do drive fast cars yeah we like that Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) listen to led zeppelin yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know what do do men do yeah complain about women (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah bitch about women I mean, don't do that last one. That can stray into bad stuff, too. Get a good old-fashioned stitch and bitch together. Get a fucking stitch and bitch <laughs> and let's do it. Come on. <laughs> Remember when those were really big? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah. I mean, what else can you say about the state of the country when students who were attempting... This is literally... To organize against gun violence I'm not physically joking. can't leave their school... If this had been posted by the Onion, the Onion yeah. I would have shared it, and yes. it would have would have been Look like at this hilarious joke. This is that so happened. funny. Yeah, where were you when Columbine happened? I do not remember Columbine. I remember really? like I remember that it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it actually happening. I do because what year was it? It was well. It was nineteen years ago. So, ninety uh, nine. Yeah. So I was like, I was in high school. And the reason I remember is the high school I went to at the time, which was Naperville North High School. The media was at least the media in Chicago was creating a lot of drawing a lot of parallels between Columbine and Naperville North. We had like very similar demographics, socioeconomic standing. So like it was basically like this could happen here. It could happen at Naperville North. So like news crews from Chicago we're waiting for us by our lockers and Whoa. they're like, do you have a response to what the shooting oh at God. Columbine? And we're like, we hadn't heard about it. We were like, what? Yeah. I don't remember. I remember that it happened. I just don't remember. Like, I don't think it was like nine 11 where they like told us about it during the school day. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, I don't remember hearing about it went like as it was happening. I just remember seeing it on the news for us. It was very, um, then I remember somebody called in a fake bomb threat after that. And then that happened to us a lot in high school. We started having like lockdown drills. It was a very like <laughs> my definitive. My high moment. school was like so bad at bomb drills or like bomb threats. They would be like, mm-hmm, can all students please leave the building and go to the football stadium now? We're like, what? what? Like, can, can everyone go to the football stadium? I don't, like, don't want to go. Why? What? Why do we have to go? Is there like a thing? Are we doing something? Is this a pep rally? Yeah. <laughs> and then we I, just Should I be filled with pep? And then we just stayed, we just sat in the bleachers of the football stadium for like three hours. Cool. Cool. Also, and this is so scary, but we learned from the Parkland massacre, like future school shooters study those drills. Well, I was thinking about that when we had the bomb drill. I was like, wait. So if they know we're going to come here, field, why yeah. don't they just put the bomb in the football stadium? Right, right. I was like, that's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Great, Eric. I'm yeah. glad that was your thought. Um, Look, then, I'm very good at being a terrorist. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> just you're like an unmotivated terrorist. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to do anything about it. I know it, how to do I'd it But I'd be all. the best one <laughs> if I was doing it. Yeah. Um, so... Can you not forget your cup there this time? Every time Eric leaves, it's like I find a rat's nest of like little items <laughs> left behind. It's like usually a pen and an empty Starbucks cup. Mm-hmm. That's my brand. Uh, so 
And then I remember, like, after it happened, seeing the video footage of them in the cafeteria. Yeah. Was yeah. so scary. Just, like, I remember thinking, even as a kid, I was like, wow, they are so heavily armed. Yeah. I, videos like that fascinate me. Just because it's, like, stuff like that is so beyond my experience mm-hmm. in life that it's, like, stuff like that is just, uh, I find footage like that. Instead of being scary, I find it very just like fascinating to watch because it's like it doesn't feel real. Yeah. Because I have nothing in my own life to like connect it to. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. Like it almost doesn't feel real, but it, it it very much is. I yeah. I remember like the endless speculation about Eric and Dylan and like mm-hmm. their relationship. And I remember like I I found it very interesting, um, which is like a horrible word to use because it was a horrifying thing that happened and you don't want to glorify the killers in any way, but I couldn't help but like wonder about how people get to that place. Yeah. Have you ever seen, there's a movie called heavenly creatures. No, I haven't seen that. So it's kind of similar in the sense that it's Kate Winslet's in it, but it's these two women who form an extremely close friendship bordering on sexual, Mm -hmm. um, who end up getting lost in their own fantasy world and they end up killing the girl's mother, I think. Oh, okay. But that was always very interesting to me because, like, Dylan and Eric had this very strange friendship yeah. that became, like, very intense. And I feel like they also got lost in, like, a fantasy world. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because I'm like, how many kids are out there who, like, have that kind of friendship right. but don't right. go to the lengths that they went to? And, like, what about them? <clears throat> Push them to to go that far and ultimately what it comes down to because we can speculate forever is they were able to get the guns yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i read a lot about it afterwards <laughs> if it's it's it went through the thing. same thing they tried to blame the moms and they yeah. tried to blame uh marilyn, marilyn manson, manson. <laughs> and then they tried they tried to blame it on the fact that they were like quote-unquote deviants and gay and like yeah. Uh, and they were being bullied for that um and that all turned out not to be true right yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah uh, it would, it, that's just what it comes down to. It's the fucking guns. Yeah. Because, you know, like, kids form those kinds of close friendships every day. And they, like, yeah, like, get lost in their own fantasy worlds. But why didn't they just start playing D&D? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they went to the gun place because the guns were there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so... Yeah. It's just... Yeah. That's... I mean, that honestly is one of the big things about, like, that stuff. It's just, like... When you don't have that in you, like you don't have that urge, like when somebody does, it becomes very, it's like most things you read about, like you can connect with on some sort of level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, because, you know, most people experience, you know, everybody has different experiences, but most people experience like in the macro sort of like the big picture stuff, like everybody gets angry or jealous or mm-hmm. upset or sad. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it's like, when you read about stuff like people doing this type of stuff, it's like, oh, I've never wanted to do that. So it's like yeah. trying to trying to get in their head and like figure out why. So a lot of it's like toxic masculinity too, like young men not knowing how to process emotions, yeah, or feelings of being wronged or deprived of what rightfully belongs to them. Yeah, you know, like so much of it is that, like, well, I should have all this stuff and mm-hmm. I don't, so I'm mad about yeah, it. Yeah, kill everybody. And it's like, why do you feel like you? Or owed that right and it's usually like because i was raised to because um owed uh, it. Yeah, and, and that's mine. not just something that you can blame on the parents it's also society like what about young what about the way we treat young men leads them to believe they can do whatever the fuck they want whenever the fuck they yeah. want to do it you know yeah it's how we treat them and then it's also like and here's a gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah of, of course yeah this shit is happening you know what's really popular in my school after the columbine thing is that um there was this book about uh supposedly i don't know if this has ever actually proven to be true but supposedly um one of the one dylan or eric walked up to a girl in columbine and asked her if she believed in god in the library yeah yeah i said, think that is true is that true? Okay. I, true, yeah. I was never sure if that was true or not. But by then, I'm like, he was just fucking with people. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't actually the him trying to hunt Christians. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, there's like a whole book about it, and that book was so popular. Yeah. I remember also, who killed themselves first? Dylan? 
I think so. Then Eric freaked out. Yeah, yeah, He didn't yeah. know what to do. Right. And, like, that was interesting to me because I was like, right. The, once that bond was no longer there, the fantasy world shattered. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it was real. Yeah, suddenly. yeah, and yeah. And he kept asking one of the victims who was, like, crouched down. He was like, what do I do? What do I do? And the victim was like, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So before you leave to go out into the real world and uh, go about your business... Here is your good news. So this bit of good news made me chuckle. And once again, it's something bad happening to one of my enemies. Perfect. That's the best kind <laughs> of good news. I'm realizing that's the only good news. <laughs> or like news I consider to be good. Where yeah. It's like, does something bad happen to one of my enemies? Good. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you were to read a story of just like a really like wholesome, heartwarming story of like, you know. Puppy saves kitten. Yeah. Puppy saves kitten is adopted by a nice family. Like, uh-huh. Great. Great. Wh- who cares? I'm not a puppy. Whatever. So how does yeah. this affect me it doesn't yeah more likely to die in the fire yeah but something terrible could happen yeah to one of my enemies then yeah. we got we got then we, we got, got some we, good news we, we, we got, got something some to talk about we good got some news on light trees and news yeah. yep 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 so this good news is um it turns out not many people want to live in trump tower um oh, how sad. and very High-end real estate agents are having a, a gosh darn of a time Oh, selling these things. There are currently 22 apartments in Trump Towers on the market, and eight have recently reduced prices. Now, listen, is that because the tower keeps catching on fire? I, who knows? And someone died, and there's no sprinklers because Trump didn't want to pay for the sprinklers? Who, who can tell? Maybe people don't want to die in a fire. Okay? Real estate's so finicky. Who can tell what yeah. the reason is? Which way the wind's blowing? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the fact that most of the world hates Trump and they don't want to live in a tower with his name on it. That is happening. A bunch of places started ripping Trump <laughs> off the <laughs> building. Like, with a crowbar <laughs> yeah, as fast like... as they can. <laughs> ripping his name off of the signs, which you know just has to kill him because of his ego. John Mulaney has that really great bit in his special. Oh, that Trump is like a homeless man's idea of what a wealthy man yeah, is. Yeah, he's like, when my day comes. I'll I'm dip gonna... my hair in gold. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, when my day comes, I'm going to have tall buildings with my name on them. <laughs> And fine golden hair. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so it is true. It's it's literally true. Yeah. Um so the Huffington Post has an article where they're interviewing real estate agents who are like, Yeah, buyers just won't go anywhere near it. I guess they m- may not want to be associated with the Trump brand. Yeah, maybe. You think? Maybe. Wow. Uh, really? Yeah. Um so yeah, I also they don't want to die in a fire. Do you remember my favorite thing was when do you remember I think it was before the election, but it was right around election time when <laughs> Keith, Keith Olbermann lived in a Trump a building what yeah and he made a big thing he was like I just in good conscience can't oh, live here anymore. Oh, he happened to live there. And then Everything happened, and then he. I thought there was like an experiment, like where he moved in. No, no, no. He already he he, to live he lived in a Trump building uh, for a long okay, time. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, pretty far into the election cycle, made a big grandstanding thing. It was like, I just can't, I can't bear to live here anymore. So I'm going to move. And everybody's like, Okay, you lived there for how long? Yeah. And suddenly it bothers <laughs> you. I guess. Um, maybe he didn't want to die in a fire either. I get it. Yeah, enough people aren't talking about the fact that Trump is literally responsible for a man's death. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, let's be honest, Trump is responsible for a lot of deaths, mm -hmm. but this one is provable. Like, he's directly responsible for it. Yeah, he, and we talked about this on a prior episode when uh, a man died in a fire 
at Trump Tower. Yeah. But he actively fought the city when they were trying to get sprinklers installed in buildings. And the only reason he stopped fighting the city is the city added a clause where they were like, okay, if you built your building pre this date in the 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to put the sprinklers right. in. And suddenly Trump was like, I am fine with the law now. Yeah. Although, but hey, you know what? In his defense, there is extra fire security when he's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, firefighters carry him on their shoulders yeah, around he, the building. So he has, so when Trump's in the building, he has firefighters take the hose and just go up to his apartment and just stand there right, just, just in, in case. case. If there's the slightest spark, that whole yeah. thing will go up. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a bag of sticks. Yeah. Good metaphor. Crushed it. <laughs> a Crushed bag it. of sticks. A bag of sticks. I don't know why a bag of sticks is yeah, so funny. It's great. Um, yeah, I I do wonder about this a lot because so I don't think Trump knew he was going to win. He was legitimately surprised. Not only do I, th- and I'm saying one with gigantic quotation marks. Uh, I don't. I, I not only do I not think he didn't think he was going to win. I don't think he wanted to win. No, definitely. But then I think maybe he was like, well, if this is good for like our brands, then maybe we can use the presidency to promote like the Trump brand. Yeah. So like Ivanka's clothing line, right. Marlago, yeah. um, the Trump hotels, like getting ambassadors to like stay there and stuff. They were like, maybe we can use this for business. And I think for a little bit they probably saw an uptick yeah. for that reason just like on exposure alone yeah but then they got overexposed, and now i'm wondering how much damage is gonna i mean it was always a crappy brand yeah, like yeah trump yeah. was always like like fake luxury brand yeah. you know but how much damage is going to be done now that they're so hated i can't wait until he's out of office and he's a private citizen again i hope he's just completely ruined <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean, though? Like, because they're taking the name off of his hotel in places. It seems like ultimately it's going to do more damage. I've never been closer to wanting to commit an act of terrorism until (laughs) I looked. Except for the if you just just go on Instagram and search for the hashtag Uh Marilago and just see the awful people that live there. It's it's really extraordinary. It is. The it's literally the worst people on earth. Also, can we talk about how that's the second time on one episode you've talked about being a terrorist? I said I didn't. I didn't do it. Oh my god! So I have a teammate on my Lloyd team. Promises. If you mm-hmm. live in New York City, you should come see us every other Wednesday at the Beast, They're baby. Very good. Um. So I have a teammate, uh, Amir, mm-hmm. who loves to crowbar ISIS references <laughs> into like every scene. Yeah. He, he's Muslim and he thinks it's funny. <laughs> and it is very funny. But we were on the train and I was talking to him and I very loudly said like, oh, are you going to drop another ISIS reference in here? And he leaned over and he goes, Allison, we don't make those jokes in public. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. He's like, because I look the way I look. Yes. And if I, if I shout ISIS, mm-hmm. people are going to be freaked out. Yeah. Oh, my God. But he was talking about how like uh, he and his sister like to call stuff like the bomb. <laughs> and he, they're like, but they never type it to each other because they're afraid they're going to get like flagged by the government. Oh my god! Which is so funny, but also Amir I was so like, funny. I was also like, aren't you just so psyched to be alive during this time? Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, every day is a joy. Yeah, <laughs> like being racially profiled. Oh constantly. my god! Oh, that's god. so funny. You just made me think of it when you loudly proclaimed for the second time that you have terrorist inclinations, and I was like, wow, Eric, it must be nice to be a white guy. Yeah, it is. It's very <laughs> nice. Makes you think, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. You can't um, see everyone, but I am on a very tall soapbox right now. Yeah. And I'm staring down contemptively at Eric. She's on, <laughs> Allison's currently on a high horse on a soapbox. Yes. Yeah. My horse's name is Pickles. Mm. I know everyone was wondering. Pickles the high horse. Pickles the high horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be a character at some point? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. So uh, while we still have a little bit of time, is there something you saw recently that made you smile? Oh, wow. I I always forget asking you if you felt feelings yeah. recently. <laughs> it's a tricky terrain. Well, in general, feeling happy is not one of my strong suits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, um, uh, or it's something that you were like, huh, neat. 
<sighs> Let's see. Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. I've just been working a lot. Mm-hmm. And um Any good shows? Any good shows? Mm-hmm. At like, the Beast. Um Yeah. Um Saw some improv last night. It was very good. Dope. Dope um, improv. There's a great team called What I Did for Love. Hell yeah. Great Has team. Has like uh, the head writer of the Daily Shows on that improv team. Fuck yeah. Um, some very good character actors. One of my favorite people on the at, on, at the theater who's like in the like the the middle like there's like a progression of of success at UCB and he's like in the middle right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Mike Kelton. Mm-hmm. He sat in with him. Oh, nice. He's the funniest person alive. That's dope. He's insane. Um, although the people, <laughs> the people that come to UCB in the East Village Oof. on the weekends. God. I remember you went and saw what I did for love oh. and I wasn't with you and you were like, it was the worst crowd ever. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And now I've been working there on the weekends more and it's the they're the worst people because they like do a thing in the beginning of their show where they interview someone and it's always the person who thinks they're funny mm-hmm. who uh, there was one person where i'm like are they doing bits like yeah. is this their like tight five that yeah, they're trying out they're always doing bits oh it's awful if you ever get pulled up on the stage of an improv show like to be interviewed don't try to be funny just be fucking honest yeah and you'll end up like being really funny yeah um yeah, so that show was good. Um, uh, what else did I see? Oh, I saw a character show. It was very fun. One of my friends played Steve Harvey. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, our friends, um, uh, our friends who you previously took a class with and I'm currently taking class with, Eric and Sarah, did their character show oh, uh, this both. past week. So great. Did you watch the video I sent of Sarah's character? Oh, the Italian grandma who's the weather lady? Yeah. Yeah. I was... So good. That was one of the few times... I was was quoting it to you. I was legitimately crying. Let a man be a man. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was, like, in the front row, like, actually crying. And also, Sarah, at one point during the character, she does this thing where she's, like, looking off Uh to the distance. And when she did that, she just made direct eye contact with me each time. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, it was very good. You can see all of the characters welcome stuff on YouTube. Yeah, if you go to YouTube and search UCB characters out. welcome. Very funny. Uh, you can watch, yeah, Sarah uh, Parsons, Eric Fuhrer, Matt Rogers. Oh, Matt Rogers is so good. He's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I think my thing that's been making me happy lately is it's finally getting warmer. It is. I, Eric I, came over here without a jacket, and I was like, what is happening? It's so nice, but I'm... I've been tricked before. Yeah. Because uh, it got warm last weekend, too. It was like 70 degrees. Everybody was like, finally. No, I knew that. I was like, you guys, April, don't you remember it gets like cold and rainy a lot, mm-hmm. too, in April? Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, no, summer's here. And I was like, no, we're still in spring. <laughs> no one listened to me. Yeah, it's it was it's been rough. It's been rough. But I think it's finally warming up a little bit. A fucking disaster of a winter. Oh, God. It was, it was so bad. It was so so bad so fucking bad yeah guys my living situation keeps getting more and more interesting oh man so i have to remind rachel that she made this offer last night but yeah. so as it stands it may be and like everything changes but uh i might be getting a place with chloe and charles and i brought this up last night and rachel was like you didn't even ask me if I wanted to be roommates. And I was like, because you have an apartment. Yeah. She was like, well, I want to move in with you guys. And I was like, is this happening? So, guys, we might have a bananas recording apartment. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I told Chris, too. Uh, Chris. I told Charles, that because Charles and Chris want to host their own yeah. podcast. I was like, I have a sound system now, yeah. babies. Could get you set up and doing it. Look, if you guys are going to do that, we might as well just get a house and Faith and I will move in. Faith said, she's like, we'll move across the hallway and it'll be like a Monica situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so part of the reason I'm doing that, though, is to save money. Speaking of money, 
If you are a fan of Light Trees and News and you want to keep the show going, you can do it for as little as $5 a month if you go to lighttreason.news slash donate or just lighttreason.news and click the donate button. A one-time donation or a $5 a month donation keeps the show going, guys. Look, I know you're thinking, hey, it's not that much, but it is. You should do it anyway. It, is. it means a lot to me. It might, you know, five bucks a month for you. You're like, yeah, whatever. I burn $5 a month. Don't burn it. I literally it. just light it on fire. I'm like, oh, you know what? This five is sitting in my wallet. I have Take nothing to do with it. Take yeah. it up room in my wallet. I'm going to burn it. Don't burn it. Give it to me. I'll, I'll use it for things like rent. Um, and I literally spent $5 on a cold coffee. And I'm furious at him. I was like, just give me $5. <laughs> Come over here to record the show with me for give free. Give me $5. Give me $5. Yeah. Uh, guys... Also, there's a little bit of confusion over this, but when I talk about the Friday video pots, that is for the $50 a month Light Trees and News members. It's a perk just for them because I'm trying to encourage people to sign up over there. And you also, you're going to get video for free. <laughs> you, no, I'm not. Do you know go. we have to like gussy ourselves up. Pretty doesn't just happen. Yeah, that's true. Also, um, your Citizen Radio memberships will not automatically transfer over to Light Trees and News. You have to cancel your membership from Citizen Radio and sign back up at the Light Trees and News website. I didn't know if anybody was confused about that. But I know that sounds like a lot of work, guys, it's really but I not. just swear you can do it. It's, it's great. not. I'll also email you a reminder if you cancel your Citizen Radio <laughs> membership. I'll be like, hello, it's Allison. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Are you leaving? Do you still like me? So you'll get that email from me. That's very annoying. But um, it's worked for some people where they've been like, oh, okay, I have to sign. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny, that has its own set of perks. $5 a month, you get to send questions that will answer on Light Trees and News. $10 a month, we do an online hangout. You get a 2018 Desi calendar. I still got a few of those hanging around. Awesome. Um, and $50 a month, you get snail mail from me. What? Yeah, handwritten letter. So that'll be nice. Amazing. Yeah. Um, any parting thoughts, Eric? Don't say you're a terrorist. Kill everyone at Mar-a-Lago. God damn it. God, don't do that. <clears throat> I didn't say I was going to do it. We can't. I just said do it. Listen, I'm going to s- slightly edit something I said to <coughs> Chloe last night, and I'm going to say it to you. Mm-hmm. I'll say it to you in your version. Mm-hmm. We can't kill our way out of this situation. <laughs> what I said to Chloe was, we can't fuck our way I out of this situation. I assumed that's what it was. Yeah, I, I couldn't see where that was going. We were talking about drama in like a group of friends, and she was like, why can't everybody just have sex? And I was like, Chloe, we can't fuck our way out of this I situation. Knew as soon as, like, I, I knew on the podcast like a month or two ago when Chloe was like, I'm reading Sex at Dawn. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh God, that no! That's gonna be her solution. Yeah, yeah, no, Just no. fuck, baby. <laughs> it's like those guys who think that we can overcome racism by just boning our yeah, way out yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Then we'll all just be one race, man. No. It'll be great, and I'll have had a lot of sex, and yeah. that's what counts. <laughs> is what they're really saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, how did we end up in this place, guys? What a wild ride! Please follow Eric on Twitter at Eric, and I'm gonna spell it one more time for you, motherfuckers. Even though you never listen. E R E K underscore Smith. He spells his name very weird. Yeah. Believe me, I'm not happy about it. It was deliberate to elude the authorities. Right. For all of my terrorism. Yep, he snuck it in. (laughs) in. I'm also on Twitter. It's just my name, Allison Kilkenny. Light Treason News is everywhere. We're on Twitter at Light Treason Pod. We're on Instagram, Light Treason. Facebook, Light Treason. Add us everywhere. Do you have thoughts about today's episode? Hashtag Light Treason Pod on what? Twitter. We love hearing from you. We love yeah. seeing your art and all of that stuff. Hell it's yeah. good times. Guys, thanks for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs>